Good morning. I bring you greetings from the members of United University Church in Los Angeles. We are the congregation that if you get on your Highway 10 and go all the way east and just before you hit downtown, will be the last Presbyterian Church on your route. So, so across Highway 10, we bring you greetings. We are the church, United University Church, who are north of USC campus, but we do our business as Hope on Union, as agents of hope in our community. And so we thank you for being our partners in bringing hope into our community, especially during this era. And thank you for invitation, Pastor Tim, for being with you this morning. It is a privilege for me to be with you and sharing God's word with you this morning as well. This is a great new day for you. I'm sure for past year and a half, You've been saying, on that day, when, the, when that day comes, when that Sunday comes, when we get to install our pastor, and you've been talking about that day, and what that day is going to look like, and I want you to know it's here. So you answer your conversation of on that day, I hope you make it all come true on this day with all of you. Scripture this morning also talks about that day, the people of Israel, the children of God who were in exiles were waiting for. They were in places where they did not want to be. They were captives in, in Assyria, and they were spread out. And generations grew up in foreign lands as slaves, and they were always waiting for that day when they can go back home and be in their own lands, and when they can be comfortable once again as they have remembered and the stories that were told to them. And they were hoping for that day to come. You and I and the rest of the world is waiting for that day, are we not? We are waiting for that day when we no longer have to mention COVID. We are waiting for that day when You don't have to wear a mask anymore. But of course, scientists are telling us that we we will be wearing these masks for many more years to come. And COVID is going to be part of our lives now. It's not going to go away. And vaccinations against COVID is going to be just normal part of life as we now receive vaccinations against mumps, measles, and other diseases. As you now as a church come and wait for that day when these pews will be filled with your friends and family members, and as you dream about that day when you can be with those who love you and don't have to be safe distance apart, and when you can greet your members and your friends with not only handshakes but with hugs and kisses, you look for that day when in many ways this COVID will be dissipated enough so that you can be having some sense of normalcy. However, we do know that the world that we will go into is not going to be the same world that we left before COVID became part of our daily vocabulary. Israelite children were in Assyria 
They were captives, and they heard the stories about what the world was like. Parents told their children about the days when they played in the olive groves, and the children were told about the incredible stories of what the River Jordan was like and what it was like in the Mediterranean Ocean, and they were waiting for those days when they could see the Niles again. But you know what? When they went back, the world was not the same. Because the people who left were not same people. And ones who returned back to the old, the, into the old New Jerusalem were not same people. Temple was not there. Families were not there. When they went back, they were different people. When we go back and churches open up again, all the business, businesses open up, and when you can put aside your masks on most days, you will, and I will be in a different world than when we, where we were in 2019. You have a new pastor that you are installing today to because you want him to be able to lead you with who he is, with his gifts, his talents, and his experiences. And let his personality come through and let his passions lead and guide you and so that who he is as a pastor will shape you into the congregation that who you will become in your world, in your part of the community, your part of Los Angeles in this post-pandemic world. You will not go back into the same world as it was with your previous pastors in the previous world. Because you've been waiting for that day when you will have your new pastor and a new start. It is not restarting the old, but it is moving on. It is vision for a new world, not reliving the old. It is a new vision to reach new people in new ways and new effective ministries that will look different than what it did two years ago. Let me share with you some thoughts I have about what kind of world we might be walking into. We are walking into a world, or we are opening up a world that is now crying for connection. They're crying for community. They're looking for people to connect with. My wife works in education and she does consultant, and she works, and she is now listening from parents and teachers who are saying children are in schools, sitting in the corners of playground by themselves, not talking to each other because they don't know how to socialize, because they never knew during this era how to connect with one another. They don't know how to risk and be vulnerable to approach someone and saying, Hi, my name is. Who are you? Can I be your best friend? Could I share who I am with you? And would you be willing to open your heart to me? And they don't know how to do that because they did not see the models of that. They were comfortable at home with mom and dad and their siblings. But how to talk to someone different? They were told to fear others. They were told to be afraid of people whom you do not know. They were told stay away from people because they may endanger you. But we as people, as we open up, 
We're walking into the world that's a people that are looking for connection and that community. People who will say, will you be my friend? Does that, does that sound familiar? <laughs> will you be my neighbor? Right? Mr. Rogers was not wrong. He was always right along, wasn't he? We are walking into a world where people are looking for neighbors. They're looking for community. They're looking to connect. They are, there are people that are going to be waiting for deacons, as your pastor has mentioned, who will reach out with compassion and who will reach out with the love of the community. And then that will come and reach out to them and say, I want to be your friend. My church had to move in 2019 out of the old building. Two pastors before me sold the building and pastor before me bought them and abandoned the warehouse building and they didn't know what to do. And we didn't know what to do. We never, nobody had to move the church before. So I did the only thing I knew how to do. I took a pad of paper and a pencil and stood in the street corner and grabbed every person that walked by and said, Bido, excuse me, I'm your pastor. We're going to put a church here and, this, and you're, gonna, you're my member. You just don't know it yet. So what do you want from your church? <laughs> That's all I did. And people told us what they needed. They said, would you be able to have a food pantry ministry? I said, food pantry, no problem. We can do that. And they said, well, can you open up your church building once you build it? And can you let families use it for birthday parties? And I said, oh, sure, we can do that. And they said, you know, when some new development happened, you know, a little theater that used to be here where families had a great entertainment, that disappeared are you going to open a theater? I said, well, we can't open a theater, but you know what? We can run free movie nights and serve you and your family popcorn. And they said, oh, we'll come. It didn't, people say, oh, how did you figure out how to do that? You know what? All I did was I heard people. I became real smart when I stopped talking and I listened. <laughs> and people are looking for others who are willing to listen to their stories their grief of losing family members, their grief of losing friends, their sadness of, of isolation. They are looking for those who reach out to them and saying, I want to be your neighbor. I want to be your friend. People are looking for connection and community. People are also looking for compassion. If you read the map, I mean, if you read newspaper or any social media, all you hear is conflict. I stopped listening to news because I couldn't handle it anymore. It's just too hard. And every time I read, you know, the newspaper on the front pages or hearing CNN or even any other news, my blood pressure goes up. I get angry about things because I just can't understand why people are the way they are. Conflict has been part of our world in the last two years plus. And people are looking for compassion. People are just looking for nice people. People are just looking to see others who are not going to argue with them about anything and everything. People are looking for someone who they do not have to disagree with and let the disagreement act and dominate their conversations. The world is simply looking for compassionate people who are willing to show care for one another. People who will reach out to them and saying, you know, I know that you have lost your loved ones and friends. 
how can we care for you? How can we help you out of this trauma of dealing with COVID and pandemic? How can we be with you and be compassionate to you? How can we be nice to you? How can we simply accept you for who you are and don't tell you there's something wrong with you because you disagree with me? How can we be church in this community? It just simply means, as Old, script, Old Testament has taught us, love your neighbor as yourself. And how are we willing to just simply care and show compassion for those around you? During COVID, we opened the food pantry in our church. And we couldn't do it indoors, so we just set up tables out on the street, on the sidewalk, and we just simply, simply started serving people. And we right now serve somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 people a week uh, on two days a week with food. And my job, as a, my job is not to do any work in the food pantry line as people are going, about 350 families go through. I just stand on the back end of everything. And you would not believe how many people just come to me and said, Pastor, I lost a family member. My friend died. I had my grandmother died of COVID. And a number of other deaths. People died in car accidents. People were murdered. We live in a world now, all of a sudden, we're told there's a murder rate in Los Angeles going up. There are families that are hurting. There are people who are in pain. But because nobody reaching out, they are suffering in silence, in isolation. They're looking for compassion. We are looking, we are going into the world. We're connecting with people. is not going to be through great programs. But it is going to be by people willing to sacrifice themselves and willing to pay the price and build relationships and show compassion and love. We do not need great words of wisdom. We just need open hearts. We do not need to come with armful of gifts to win them over. It just needs to be open arms of acceptance. Because gift is you. They are looking for compassion. And the last thing is we are in the world of cause. The people are there are issues all around the world, around us. You and I have seen one protest after another. And young people are saying, we want to make difference in our world. We want to make an impact and we want our, we want our faith to make difference. And we want the world to be different than what it is now. And this is, we are walking into a world of causes. And the question is going to be, what will churches stand up for? Or in what ways will churches make difference? And in what ways will your faith have an impact in this world so that Santa Monica First Presbyterian Church will make its footprint on the shores of Los Angeles and make difference in people's lives here? What are your causes? What are you willing to invest your lives in? What are you willing to give yourselves up for so that others will know when they are concerned about those issues, whether it's climate change or whether it is dealing with racial justice, whether it is about economic equity, whether may it be about rights of various sorts, whatever your causes may be, 
Let us shine. Because in this process, you will be able to say, on that day, we will be the church of Jesus Christ. We will be the church that will make difference in our world. And others will know that Jesus is real because the church in Santa Monica is here. And together with this new pastor who is being installed, sharing the vision, sharing passion, and sharing themselves with their community, they made difference with Jesus. This is your that day. You're starting your journey, what you've been hoping for. So on that day, this day, may you be the church that will reflect the love, grace, compassion, and acceptance of Jesus. And as a faith community, may you find your causes that will excite you, energize you, and bring you together as a body of Christ and go and show love of Jesus to everyone that you meet. And all God's people said, Amen.